Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365 day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style. And welcome back to the We Got The Chocolates podcast. What the frick is that? Don't they do dad jokes? Wait, there's There's a a podcast? podcast? Yeah, there's a podcast, you numpty. It's the sports chat and debates for you and your mates. Check out these less than marvellous bits coming up. Lee's best cricket innings, maybe. Yeah, there's, yeah. We might skip that one. <laughs> there was another thing that I, I didn't write in my stats because I oh, ended up... That'd be <laughs> but, the fucking the only yeah. thing you haven't written here, Jesus Christ. You need yeah. more inks. But the other one. When I was teaching at Cleveland, I used to go into the PE staff room and every time I walked in, yeah. I'd open the door and say, Scouts! Like that. It was like me announcing that I was there and everyone Late, obviously. <laughs> unfortunately, there's no one in the staff room. They're all teaching. And then told us that his four-year-old son also says, <laughs> he just says fuck sometimes as well, but it's another story. That's uh, also not surprising. That's his mother's yeah. fault. Okay. <laughs> Scouts, welcome back to the We Got the Chocolates podcast. I'm Lee. I'm Mitch. And I'm Andrew. And it's great to have you back joining us. It's a Canadian club for your chats at the pub. Consider this one of your social outings for the week where we get the chance to chat all things sport, latest news, and pop culture. We Got the Chocolates, that's a win. Nice. Thanks. <laughs> Happy? That's good. I mean, not really. I put I mean, up a little video explaining I what we saw got it. Yeah, yeah, I saw it. I mean, it's good. A lot of people appreciated it because yeah. I did not realize how many people had no idea. <laughs> <laughs> what about the person that said, I thought you guys actually ran a chocolate company and this was just a side hustle? <laughs> Strange side hustle. <laughs> For what reason yeah. would we do <laughs> I don't know. Strange thing to ask. <laughs> what a very weird thing. But yeah, if he was actually taking the I'm sure he was taking the piss. We should invest in some chocolate, though. We should actually get some. Invest in some. Like, and sell it. <laughs> oh, right. Okay. Along with our hats, obviously, which I'll, I'll mention well. in the housekeeping shortly. Okay. Oh, nice. Good. Good. Well, nice. I'm going to start with a story. Uh, Mitch, your dog, apparently, your dog. Yeah. yeah. You haven't seen her for five years, but. Easy. <laughs> see her every Monday. <laughs> So, so I spent, see her as much as you do, is that what you're saying? Yeah, nah, maybe once on the weekend too. <laughs> anyway, I spent 90 bucks on her when I was for, for my ninth birthday. So yeah, yeah, yeah. Made and a then, big investment. And then mum spent all the money on every bed, every every bed, bed bill, bill yeah. dog food. Yeah, yeah. yeah mum yeah. had to take over from there. But, yeah. 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 but somehow it's still Mitch's dog, yeah, uh, Ruby. She is, I think we worked out today, 16 and 7 months old. That's a good knock. That's a Holy dooly. Great knock. Uh, not so good of a knock last night. She has woken me up. I sleep with the door open because she loves coming in and sleeping next to my bed. Mm. Uh, I sleep with the door open. Woke me up five times last night, which I, I sort of like, oh, yeah, it's all right. Like, 
um, you know, yeah, don't mind getting woken up because at least it means I'm letting her out for her to go to the toilet. So yes. I yeah. something to sort of, yeah. But normally it's not like that. It's like we have one, one maybe, uh, and then off we go back to bed. Everyone's sorted, sleeps through the morning. So it's like I'm a kid, I imagine. Yeah, um, yeah. <laughs> now, you know what my favourite thing about being like a parent is, is when people try and compare their dogs to children. Oh, yeah, now my dog did the suit. Oh, really? Is it the same? It's not. <laughs> Grow up. All right. How well, do you know? Hopefully yeah, yeah, no, I don't have a dog or yeah, children. I've right, actually got both. <laughs> Hopefully this next part's not the same because it was so annoying. So, I've, yeah, the, the wake up five times, in we go, out. I'm going to the gym in the morning. Of course, Some, I've got, no, of course. Look, look at that. Look I mean, that shirt is bloody, it's just strangling Jeez, you. Yes, it is tight. My uh, my pet anaconda call, he wants his bloody shoulders back too. <laughs> pet anaconda. Can well, we get a new compilation of all the time Cody's made that joke? I don't know. There's only two. But I told you one joke today and you hadn't heard it before. Yeah, well, that's Every time you say pet anaconda, I assume you're referring to something else. Oh, well. me too. <laughs> <laughs> you've, but you've already seen that enough. What's I talking about? Oh, Ruby. Ruby. Yeah, Ruby. Yeah, so I walked out the garage. She's dropped the biggest turd ever. Big King Henry yeah. the third. Big Hen- King Henry the third and big Anthony Tupu yeah. in the garage. <laughs> I've nearly stepped on her and she made me get up five times in the middle of the night and still greeted me with an absolute uh, Big Harry snapper. Mm. <laughs> that is just That's not, not what you're right. after. No. No. She... The, in the old age, though, she's got some ordinary bowel movement. Mm. Like Mitch, when we were working in the office the other night, and like she just lays there underneath the table, and we evacuate. Yeah. You can just like <laughs> oh, you, it'll be dead silent. Yeah. We're tapping away on the computer, and you just hear this. <laughs> See us. <laughs> we're like, Can't don't you, you go? Yeah. We'll go. Yeah. <laughs> you stay here. No thanks. Yeah, yeah. She's frail, old rubs. What, what, what do you do, mm. boys? Onto the joke of the day. Ooh, Ooh, second, let me catch up. You do, you do your button. I had to tell that body ten out of ten story. Yeah, it was yeah, good, wasn't right. it? Press the button, mate. You ready? Yep. You pressing it? Yeah. Oh, okay. you want it? Yeah. Joke so my wife that. told me. Oh, I'm that sex weird. is better on. What is I supposed to be doing? No, no. I thought we had like a bloody the jingle to introduce joke of the day. Do we not have that? No, <laughs> no it gets added in. No, perfect. No, good. We've awesome. never listened to that. No, nah, what, what <laughs> I was going to say. <laughs> I mean, embracing perfection. Embracing perfection. That was fucking terrible. No, what I was going to say, thanks to everyone for sending in their jokes. They've been mostly good. I, however, I sent one to Lee the other day that a listener sent in. I'm not going to repeat it. It was fucking awful, so don't send that in again. <laughs> okay. you know how many jokes we get sent in? Oh, There's so many, and most of them are really good. This one was an absolute Stephen Tinker, so <laughs> you know who you are. Anyway. It's one person listening just going, oh, no, it was that me. Yeah, well, no, this, this one particular joke was a stinker. I think I actually said to Liz, like, does this person actually think we're going to read this one? Well, well we did read we it. We did read it to ourselves. I thought, what are we doing? <laughs> anyway, this joke of the day was sent in by, and it's got dot, dot, dot here, so I'm not sure who this was sent in by. So the reason you. I didn't put it is because his name's Tony, and no. I know you're going to tell your joke that you always tell. Oh, Shinthai. <laughs> <laughs> Here's that one. So my wife told me, that sex is better on vacation. Not my favorite postcard to get. <laughs> okay. Bloody <laughs> hell. Not bad. That's good. Thanks, Tian. Yeah. Uh, I, I found another one, if that's all right. Oh, Just oh to, actually, wait, I've got one too. My chalky sent, sent in? Or? Yeah, sent in by the chalks. Mm-hmm. Um, but, Lethal, you, you, just, you love playing the speak pipe ones, which is all well and good, but plenty of people are sending in emails and other things as well, so oh, and they're, they're just flying under the radar. So, yeah, I, I, you should. You should get the vocals out, but I've got to cater to everyone, get a few other ones in yeah. there, and... Had to sieve through some R-rated jokes to stumble across this one that, that we can probably read out, but uh, comes from Bud Madden. 
Not Budweiser, by any chance? No, apparently not. I don't even think. He um, didn't he invent the NFL games? Madden. You ever watch them? Yes, it's a good joke. He doesn't get it. No, I kind of get it. It's just (laughs) a good effort. Nice try. Yeah. Uh, Anyways, joke is, I walked into a bookstore and asked the lady if she had any books about turtles. She said hardback. I said, yeah, and they normally have little heads too. <laughs> I like that. I'm really glad you read that out. Yeah, I got one for, my mum sent me one today. Like, mum never texted me about anything, really. Oh. Like, unless it's important. This wasn't important. This was just a joke that mum said in. So That's said, important. Yeah, she said, maybe a podcast fill. I said, yes, mum, we need some space to fill. Um, <laughs> so Daffy Duck and Elmer Fudd break into a distillery. Daffy turns to Elmer and says, is this whiskey? Elmer says, yes, but not as whiskey as robbing a bank. <laughs> <laughs> That's really good. Yeah, like that. wow. good. Thanks, That's mum. A strong joke of the day. That so. was good. Well done, yeah, everybody. Yeah, well done. Uh, and well, that takes us on perfectly to housekeeping. And I've already alluded to the hats, and those watching on YouTube will notice that we're all wearing them. Just a wild coincidence. I don't know how that happened. We did not tear that up. Yeah, but uh, but yeah, no, they're they're finally out and about. They're doing it. They'll be on available. Fully properly available tomorrow as you're listening to this because it's only available on Thursday. And you know, <laughs> <laughs> well done. Well, done. Yeah, well good job. Yeah, yeah. So on, on the Friday they'll drop. So just head over to our website, grab yourself one and enjoy. So uh, I think what will happen is everyone will listen to the podcast on Thursday and then they'll decide we need to have a day of rest tomorrow so we can get the hats. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. Mm. yeah. But you might even be lucky and actually get the ones that Lee, Mitch, and myself are actually wearing in the podcast. It's a lucky dip. Mm. Huge chance. We signed uh, them. Yeah. <laughs> Not with a signature. <laughs> <Nah>. <laughs> right. Um, and anything else? Oh, we wanted to ask for yes. reviews. Yeah, we did. We did. We did. We've hit a drought. Someone even emailed in saying, oh, I can't be bothered reviewing. Thanks. If you, <laughs> if you, could, if you could be bothered going back yeah. and reviewing. That's it's actually really harder to do an email, yeah. to be honest yeah. with you. <laughs> Telling no. us we're great and not everyone else defeats a purpose, but yeah, thanks. I feel like sometimes we have to be serious. It actually helps us a lot. I can't yeah. I can't uh, make that clear enough. It yeah. pumps us up the charts. It gets new people on Apple and Spotify to be able to yeah. Like, Does it? go. Yeah, to be able to see us and go, because people go, well, there's yeah. something happening. At, we got the chocolates headquarters. Exactly. So, Plenty happening. Yeah. We've got to spread the word to everyone. It's an important message. Word. Mm-hmm. It genuinely helps a great deal. Uh, and we also got this sent in as well. Another another one, uh, voice message sent in. Hello, Scouts. Still very confused if Scouts at the beginning means we're all Is that Boy Scouts or we're Scouting for something. Appreciate some clarity. All the best, boys. Keep it up. I think this has been asked before, Mitch, and how do you always uh, justify it? Ah, uh, yes, of course. The answer is because Lee's an idiot. Yeah. Mm. Uh, the only I have no idea why I started doing it, and I it didn't I didn't start it on the podcast. When I was teaching at Cleveland, I used to go into the PE staff room, and every time I walked in, yeah. I'd open the door and say "Scouts" like that. Just, yeah. It became like that was you, that was your thing. Yeah. Just became my thing. As so that do, people I knew suppose. that I was, it was like me announcing that I was there, and everyone late. Obviously, <laughs> unfortunately, there's no one in the staff room. They're all teaching. <laughs> oh, fuck, where is everybody? <laughs> I would go Scouts, and they're like, "You're in lesson one." Idiot. Yeah, like, oh, Bell's about Sorry. to go. You moron! Hurry up. <laughs> So that's that's where it came from. I yeah, started right. doing it there and then just incorporated it into the podcast yeah. and no one pushed back hard enough for me to stop. Mm, yeah, here we all are. And that doesn't answer the question at all, but sorry. Oh, that's but. the best we got. I genuinely don't have another reason. Yeah. Scout, scout. We, yeah, don't know. Scout masters. Mm. But it's not for scouting for something. No. Nah. Scouts is a term of endearment. Let's go with that. All right. Very good. <laughs> good nice work. Good podcasting. 
All right, uh, we got to catch up with Kate McCarthy earlier and have a chat about a well, probably a subject that's uh, a big talking point at the moment, a current affair, you might say, Skin. And this is exactly how it went. All right, guys, big news in Australia over the last probably week and a bit, and it stems from AFL, but it's probably more encompassing of a larger talking point. Uh, Rex Hunt, who is an AFL player or ex-player, commentator, very ex now. Yeah, actually. I, was say, I don't think he's taking too many pack marks at the moment. <laughs> uh, former commentator, fishing enthusiast. You may know him actually just as the guy who always kissed the fish and threw mm-hmm. him back. That's how I knew him. I didn't even realise he was an AFL oh, really? ex-player or commentator until I listened to a Dylan Friends podcast that interviewed him. That was how I worked it out. Anyway, he made headlines uh, last week over a Facebook rant about networks pandering to gender quotas when broadcasting, essentially saying that he would much rather hear from ex-AFL player Wayne Carey because of his wonderful pedigree as a player and commentator rather than current AFLW Melbourne Demons captain Daisy Pierce. Here's a quote from that rant. He, I assume, as he's talking about the his producer, sorry, Channel 7's producer, uh, he, I assume, was forced into such a weak, gutted, sit-down and piss position, decision, sorry, by pressure to have equal genders everywhere. Dermot Brereton then came out and said he also prefers Kerry to Pierce. I'm not sure who asked, but uh, he <laughs> made It's unlike Dermot to but he put his nose in where <laughs> yeah, it doesn't belong, does that's it? That's right. Uh, and Pierce now, Daisy Pierce, was all class, uh, as we'll get into in a second, with her response when speaking on SEN later in the week. However, I would suggest that because this is a discussion that particularly affects a different probably demographic of people than to what we have represented on our podcast um, yep, I thought it was quite important and integral to hear from a different perspective and different source and that is why we have current Hawthorne AFLW player and footy commentator for Triple M footy Kate McCarthy on the phone with us Kate have we got you there Yes, you've got me here, Lee. Wow, that's much that, better. That um, went really good. That, <laughs> yeah, that compared to last time, so much better compared to when we had you on Zoom, Kate. I don't know if you've met uh, Andrew officially, but you have actually been on the Week at the Chocolates podcast before. Mitch and I were researching episode seventeen. Yeah, this is oh, Kate that, McCarthy that's, special. That's a long time before I was. Mm. Summonsed, and it was also a long time before we got proper microphones, which hurt. Oh yeah, good point. Yeah. <laughs> I thought it was only like the first two or three years. Were- no, nah, we sucked for ages. Yeah. <laughs> Kate made us better. <laughs> Go back and listen to that yeah, one. Yeah. I think seventeen was a real boom of the podcast. Yeah, I, I can agree more. Yeah. Still, our most downloaded. Truly, yeah. that's mm. where it started. Now, Kate, <laughs> uh, you started with the Brisbane Lions in the AFLW, then went to the Saints, and then this year you'll turn out for Hawthorne, which is their first year in the competition as well, isn't it? Which is exciting yeah it is yeah yeah so I've kind of been to the point now where I've been at three clubs um when they first started so I've played for six years and I've never had a jersey presentation because every other person on the field is also getting their first jersey so <laughs> wow yeah been a little bit disappointing but um you know you get through you push through yeah well yeah, we can right. probably get you up like a week of the chocolates guernsey done up or something and present that if you like yeah actually you're already, oh, that would be very special you, you got a cord hat already I noticed today yeah, I, I did jump on. It, yeah. I saw um, how how brilliant that they looked, so jumped on and bought myself one of those. Um, very, very nice. I did go the navy, but the black looks good on you, Lee, so maybe I should have got a black or maybe I could just get both. Thank you. Yeah. It's slimming, isn't it, that shirt as well? I've gone all yes, yeah. <laughs> um, it's actually a real coincidence that we're all wearing them tonight. That wasn't on purpose at all. <laughs> Or was Strange. it? Yeah. <laughs> Mitch asked us literally five minutes ago, should we wear the hats? <laughs> <laughs> anyway, we digress. Kate, I, I guess I wanted to start by just uh, leaving it almost open for you. And I assume that this is probably a story that you've been across. Yeah, it definitely is. Yeah. 
Um, and does it? What, what's your initial reaction? I guess when you probably see the the first comments that come originally from sort of Rex Hunt having a rant on a on a Facebook friend's profile, but then sort of the fallout from that as well. I think it's like it's really nothing new. Um, it's it just seems to be yeah, who wants to say what at what time at the moment? Um, and I mean, and Daisy did sum it up really perfectly. Um, and I'm sure you'll touch on that soon, but like, we're just kind of used to it now as female athletes. Um, and as, as someone that's played in the AFLW, we've been subjected to a lot of criticism, um, over the way that we play. Um, so I don't understand, I don't see why the way that we commentate would be any different. Um, someone's always got a problem with something. So, um, I think it's just the way that we're sort of moving in a new direction as a society. And I think some of the people that have grown up in a different society are really struggling to come to terms with the that Triassic era, to, you mean? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Um, Jesus. Struggling to, I guess, accept that and, and maybe accept that, like, yeah, football is moving on, AFL is moving on, as well as the rest of society is moving on. Yeah. Mm. And I think what I find troubling about it particularly is the same people that do give these criticisms about, oh, you know, it's not they're not high enough scoring, they're not entertaining enough games, et cetera, et cetera. They're also the same people that will say, you know, yeah, give it time, give it time. Like the men played for years and years before they got to the level that it's at now. But then these type of like having representation of a female commentator like Daisy Pierce on TV is actually good. I think I will go into that quote because it's the perfect time to bring it up. This is what Daisy Pierce said uh, to Gerald Waitley, I believe, on SEN. I'd say that whilst it might be ruining football for Rex, there might be people out there that can connect and engage with football better now that there is a greater diversity in the broadcast team, whether it be gender, race, background, whatever it is, mm. which I think is such perfect. a good – yeah, it's such a good quote because that's exactly right. Like for, for games to try and grow and get better, like – I don't think there's anyone in society that would think that having AFLW be successful is not good for AFL in general. Mm. Everyone would say, yeah, that'd be great. Like, it'd be awesome if we can get to that. Then what do we do to actually contribute yeah. and make sure that it that it does happen or mm. fast track it slightly? Mm. Yeah, well, I would say the thing that needs to be sort of done is looking into, I guess, first time, like full-time professionalism is the thing that's going to fast track it as as much as they sort of – uh, leaning away from that at the moment. I mean, the huge pay rise that we just got, that's a huge step in the right direction. Um, but yeah, I mean, exactly what she said is like Daisy's just summed it up brilliantly. And I think the thing that she was hoping that it would just kind of go away because as she said um, earlier in the interview, the more that she responds or the more people that bring it up, the longer it just sort of stays in the news. Um and, yeah, like I said earlier, we're very used to being criticised for the, the way that we do things as women because it's not the way that men do things or not the way that other mm. people have traditionally done things. But, yeah, like if someone can see themselves in the broadcast now because of Daisy and her insights, well, that's someone that would have been lost to football media earlier in the, in life um, without her there. But. Mm. The other thing I think that they don't, that men in the industry and people like Derm and Rex don't consider is that we already know that we're like one of the few women that are doing this. Um, like when I go, I remember the first night that I did special comps in um, for Triple M in Melbourne. I sort of, all the broadcast boxes are glass in, I think it was um, Marvel. And you kind of, you can see who's in the broadcast box next to you all the way down, all the way up. And I just had a look around and I was like, wow, I am only woman up here. Like mm. there are 
ex-men's players, um, traditional callers, and every single one of them was a male. Um, and I was just like, oh, like it's very intimidating. Yeah. First of all, it kind of makes you question whether, one, you should be there um, or, two, just like the whole gender quota thing, oh, am I doing this because I'm actually good enough or am I doing this because they sort of needed a woman up here um, and I was the next best choice. Yeah, yeah. right. I sort of wanted to ask you about that because that was that was part of his point was about uh, not pandering to gender quotas, I suppose, which is, although I, I probably didn't love exactly how he worded it, is, is something that kind of you could see an argument for not just having blind quotas like, regardless of, of any external factors. Yeah. But um, like is that is that something that actually happens? Like are there gender quotas or is that just based on the fact that there are a few women that he's noticed that he, he's not particularly happy listening to the, their commentary, I suppose? Yeah, well, I think – and Daisy again said this, like there's always been a gender quota. Um, yeah, it's just yeah. been 100% male. <laughs> like <laughs> <laughs> yep. regardless of, well done. of how she, how people want to put it, like there's always been a gender quota. It's just that, yeah, yeah. it's been dominated yeah. by males. Yeah. Um, and no, I think broadcast-wise, like it's a commercial revenue that they're raising by having the best broadcast in the team that they can have. Mm-hmm. So why would they... Um, diminish the broadcast by having someone that's not up to standard on there. So I think that's completely false. Um, The better the broadcast is, the more the broadcast deal's worth. Therefore, the higher paid the the deal is. So, yeah, yeah, I would say that's complete rubbish. Yeah, and it strikes me as odd that it's like a conversation at the moment. Like you would think it would become an issue if there were like enforced quotas of, you know, it has to be bloody 90% women or something. But when it's like 10 or 20% and it's still such a small minority, it's it's odd that it's even a conversation really. Yeah, Yeah, if it is a quota, they're not really meaning much of a quota if if that's what it is. Mm. The, The other thing that I just think that I don't agree with about the comments is that necessarily being a great ex-player makes you a good commentator and yeah. we, we've we, said we, this. How, we discuss this yeah. so often like and I, like I'm, I'm more of a, a league person but like you listen to a few of the, the, the NRL, old NRL guys on Fox Sports but you, like listening to Blocker Roach and Mick Ennis commentate is nails on the chalkboards and stuff. So like it, just like you said, just because you're not a 300 game X player, like that doesn't necessarily mean you're the next Ray Warren. No, you're, you know what I mean. Like it's 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 not. They don't go hand in no. hand. Yeah. And Dermot Berridan was like, "Oh, Daisy Pierce is a great commentator in her own right, but she's not Wayne Carey." Like, well, who okay. cares? But yeah. like, what so? Because yeah. the best commentators are like Hutto, like Anthony Hudson yeah. is a gun, like uh, Dennis Cometti. Freak. Well, the best, com- the best commentators, ba- they bounce off each other like with different personalities mesh with different personalities. Like it, just because you're not Wayne Carey doesn't mean you – like in, is, why is that a bad thing? Yeah, <laughs> exactly. Yeah. And the other thing – And all, all commentators aren't carbon copies of Wayne Carey. Yeah. So there's a whole lot of commentators that aren't Wayne Carey as well and like he has his own style of commentary and as like doing special comments, so do I, so does Daisy Thomas, who I work really closely with. Mm-hmm. So does Lee Montagna. Like even in the league space, Cameron Smith doesn't sound like Jonathan Thurston when mm-hmm. they commentate mm-hmm. and someone's going to prefer Cameron Smith and someone's going to prefer Jonathan Thurston. So yeah. it doesn't mean that everyone needs to sound the same. And yeah. that's probably why you need a point of difference to appeal to different people. Yeah. Exactly. yeah. And it's such a, su- such a subjective thing. Jeez, that was a tongue twister, but mm. got there in the end. Like, yeah, it's such a subjective thing that like, obviously someone's going to prefer one person and someone's going to prefer another person and that's fine. But why would you, I can't understand like, Singling out one person who's done nothing wrong, and like in a, in a in a public forum, I suppose if you have that opinion and hold it privately, then there's probably no issue. But 
And so, who? Such a strange personal attack. Mm. What about Dermot Brereton particularly? Who's ever come out in public and sprayed another person that they work with, like mm. another colleague? Just mm. to the, And he was like, oh, I got misrepresented and stuff. But who's ever done that and come yeah. out and gone, yeah. actually, the person I work mm. with is not as good as this other person I work with? I found that yeah. strange yeah. in itself. Oh, I say that about you too. Yeah, 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 yeah. Like I say, yeah. yeah. we got lots of people in the pub. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> but is that fair as well, Kate? Would you say? Yeah, definitely. Um, I mean, we're all professionals, and I think the way that you work with people, there's mm. obviously people that you one work really well with, and people that you probably don't work as well with. Um, mm. But as a professional, you don't ever come out and say, "Oh, look, this person's actually far better than this person," or. Oh, this person's not as good as this one, or I prefer to work with this person. Mm. Like mm. in any industry, it doesn't matter what it is, but even in such a heavily scrutinized industry, the media like yeah. wouldn't say that that's probably very common practice. Um, but yeah, like who knows the context of which Dermot said those things? Um, I just think it just added fuel to the fire that was really unnecessary. Um, I think the disappointing thing from my perspective has also been like whether Daisy has said she doesn't want people to do it, I'm not sure, and that could be accurate, but the lack of probably people that have come out in support of her um, that are her colleagues, mm. um, yeah, okay. it could have just simply, I don't know, just a tweet or something saying how much they love Daisy and how much they love working with her and how good she yeah, is at mm. her job. That's um, a good point. But that could have been a personal thing that she said, look, please just don't because it just keeps it in the news for longer and longer. Yeah. There were lots of people like that people that – I guess consume it that come out that ca- did come out and journalists definitely uh, that came out and said Daisy Pierce is a wonderful analyst mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. actually very insightful and very good in the moment. And there were lots and lots of people probably that yeah that actually watch mm-hmm. that are that were quite supportive. But then yeah, you're right. No, no one of note that certainly would be like a, a fellow employee. Mm-hmm. I guess. And we see it along the yeah. lines with like even with like the Taylor Walker incident um, from was it last season yeah, as last well. Season, yeah. it, it seems to be always the person who hasn't really done anything wrong and even the Megan Barnard incident from earlier this year as well that they seem to be having to take the high road a lot of the time mm. as well yeah. like they're sort of having to like oh, I'll shake it off and just you know move on sort of thing where like why should they be put in a situation like the that in the first place to build on that too is like the, the headline that I saw today was uh, Daisy Pierce breaks silence mm. on this kind of like, why is she bro- yeah, what's break- she done yeah. she didn't do anything wrong yeah. why she have to break her silence yeah. she just got dragged into something she didn't even want to be a part of yeah <laughs> yeah exactly um, and like by her not saying anything it wasn't exactly her being silent it was just her choosing not to respond yeah. to something like that yeah. Um, yeah. it's not like he came out and asked her a question and she didn't respond mm. like yeah. that silence but yeah why do you have to respond to something like that that you've been dragged into without any fault of your own. Yeah, great. And, Kate, I don't want to take up too much more of your time, but just the, the other point that I wanted to make as well that I think is important, and this is with all due respect to the job that you do for Triple M as a commentator, but I just think that who cares that much? Like, when has your weekend ever been ruined? Because you're like, oh, bloody Wayne Carey didn't commentate on the weekend. Like, yeah. <laughs> the commentary is more for the people that are, like, are trying to learn the game and get involved anyway. Like, you need commentators so that they can provide – some sort of analysis for people that are trying to learn the game. Yeah. Like, how many times have you sat at home watching South Sydney, who you're yeah. dedicated to, and yeah. gone, 
Body to commentary. Yeah. Oh, I can't, just, I can't stand this, but I'm going to turn it off. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's like, that's who yeah. the commentators yeah. are for. It's for people that are trying to fall in love with the game yeah. and understand it. Yeah. So if you're really that big of a fan of footy, you don't sit there and go, nah, Wayne Carey's on, I'm not watching. Nah, see you later. Yeah, in saying that, I've had the opposite experience, though. A lot of people will only listen to the games that I commentate. Yeah, no, yeah, no that's perfect. Yeah, that's perfect. That makes sense. So, yeah, like, obviously you wouldn't turn a game off because of the commentator, but you probably would tune in and listen if you knew that it was me that was on, on the yeah, commentary. Yeah. So I, that's really I probably flattering. wouldn't – if Lee Good was point. commentating, I'd probably turn it off though, to be honest yeah. with you. Yeah, or at least mute yeah. it. Yeah. At least mute it. Yeah. Hopefully they put your face on it. Now you look bloody good tonight. <laughs> Thanks, man. Yeah, with this, probably with this hat. Yeah. <laughs> Black one's quite good for sale, I think. <laughs> uh, okay, that has been magnificent. You've provided great insight. It was really important that we actually got a perspective that was different to our own, I guess. And you, you've been great there, for, not only with this, probably with this isolated incident, but with an overall sort of emphasis and overarching view on it as well, which has been great. Yeah, no worries at all, guys. Thank you so much for having me. Thanks um, for and on. Keep up the great work and keep up, everyone, jump on, buy a hat. They're awesome. <laughs> they are just simply wonderful. Guys. I'm still getting made to buy one too, Kate, so you could have a word to those two. <laughs> yeah, that's right. You could probably use it as a tax deduction though. Great point. Yeah, cool. Great yeah. idea. Yeah. Great idea. <laughs> apparently, these, apparently these cord hats are actually making headlines. Shut mm. up. <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> I thought that was my best. <laughs> I've heard you do better. I mean, <laughs> Thank you, Kate. We'll speak very soon. Thanks very much. Thanks, Legion. See ya. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. Guys, we've got Miko here back on the mic, back from his holiday. Hello, buddy. Hey, yeah. how you going? Yeah, never better. <laughs> looking good, man. Yeah, <laughs> looking good. Oh, feel great <laughs> and healthy. That's a holiday yeah. hangover if I've ever oh, seen more it. More importantly, how are you going in <laughs> yeah. the world? Not well, but uh, I'm here. That's good. <laughs> you made it. Well done. <laughs> back from bloody Queenstown. Anyway, the reason I've got Mikos on is because uh, a game that he invented, well, not invented, yeah, pretty much invented. Pretty much invented, all right. Mm-hmm. Uh, two Truths and a Lie from uh, a couple of weeks ago with the, the Simpsons. We've we've rebranded it. Uh, we've got a little sound effect to remind yes, people. Yes, I thought you did. Nacho, nacho man. I want to be a nacho man. So that actually, um, oh, nearly pressed it twice. Uh, <laughs> that, that actually was just one Michael used last time. So it's it's a fill-in jingle, but I also had an idea for a jingle today. Oh, I was going to ask you on the phone today okay, if you yeah. had a jingle. No, but wait, you go. Well, you tell it, tell us what you're calling it. Well, we've decided in, in true we got the chocolate faction to, to, to change it up a little bit. So we're, we're going to be calling it uh, Two Bad Roofs and Annabelle. Perfect. It's, I mean, it just makes sense. Really. Yeah, it does. Okay. Um, and then I would like the jingle to be some of the like, commentary of Babe Ruth 
Babe and Ruth then, was like from like yeah, Bradman we'll era. Yep. Yeah. That's bits of Bradman. I saw a photo of him and Bradman next to each other yeah. the other day. Did yeah. You see that's yeah. like a thing. That was cool. Yeah. 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 Anyway. You know, Photoshop's a thing, Skin. <laughs> <laughs> Great point. <laughs> Was that false? Oh, I wouldn't have a clue. Okay. <laughs> 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 you think. <laughs> anyway, Look, so well done. Someone's very good at Photoshop if that wasn't real. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Can we Photoshop a hat on Michael's head? Bring <laughs> 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 your Homer Simpson hat back on. Oh, um, that was good. It was, yeah. So, Babe yeah. Ruth. And then we'll get some Anna Bly quotes and we'll just mash them into one. And nice. Then mashed and Kutcher saw. Ma- Ooh, nice. Nice. Good people. Do they sing beers? What is that then? I don't know, mate. It's not really my type of music, but I mean, I'm sure they're lovely blokes. But anyway, you're on, phone away, you are on fire tonight. <laughs> but anyway, this um, uh, this game is basically I'm I'm going to give you guys. Well, the topic tonight is actually movie right. quotes. All right, so I'm going to give you guys three lines from movies. Two of them are from the same movie, a popular movie, and one of them is not from that movie. Oh, so what I want cool. you to do, all right, I want you to tell me the. First of all, I want you to tell me the movie and I want you to tell me the uh, line that's wrong. Oh, shit. So yeah. you don't even tell us the movie title. Okay. Absolutely not. I hate yeah. that I got brought into this. Yeah. <laughs> Absolutely not. These are all really popular I movies that you, you probably have all seen or a lot of people would have seen. All okay. right. Okay. I'll, I'll admit, I'm quite nervous here. I did this segment yesterday yeah. and like prepped Which it and everything. unbelievable. It is that good. does blow the mind. Yeah, so Dave and I could not have been busy with bloody <laughs> peeling prawns, the both of us. Anyway, so let's see if this works. All right. So we're going to start. No looking. Yeah, I didn't mean to. Yeah. I looked down and then realised straight right. away what I was doing. We're going to start moving number one. All right, so there's three uh, three quotes. All right. Mm-hmm. Quote number one. Golf requires goofy pants and a fat ass. Okay. Quote two. I know this movie. Hang on, yeah. I thought you had it on the buttons. No? Well, not yet. Okay. You, do you remember playing this? No, not at all. Oh, my oh yeah, gosh. gotcha. All right, sorry. Segment for me. Sorry, mate. Apologies. Quote number two. Just be the ball. Be the ball, be the ball. You're not being the ball. Quote number three. I didn't get a chance to see him play. I was too busy winning. All right. Okay, well, I know the movie's Happy Gilmore. Well, I was going to say Happy Gilmore. Yeah, yeah. 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 All right, yeah. I don't know if it's two or three because I feel like they're both variations of real quotes. Yeah, yeah. One and three's got to be in the movie. Yeah, I don't remember hearing two. Nah. Be the ball. But I'm sure he says be the ball at some stage. Really? Nah, I think he says, are you too good for your home? Just <laughs> tap it in. Tap. <laughs> tap, 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 tap. But what about when he's doing that thing with the hips and he's like yeah. swaying his hips? All in the hips. Yeah, that's all in the hips. Okay, lock in two then, should I, we? No, do you want to play? Oh. Okay, do you want to play? R1C1. R2D2. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> Movie one, Sam one. So that's round one, C one. Yeah, sure. Okay. Oh, for sure. This, I'm this could be I'm cool. nervous. Golf requires goofy pants and a fat ass. And uh, R one, C two. Yeah. I didn't get a chance to see him play. Nice. I was too busy winning. Well done, boys. Nice. Nice, nice. work. Lovely. And I think uh, quote two game. was from uh, Caddyshack, actually. So I try to make it a bit golf themed as well. Okay. There you go. Okay. All right, movie number two. I'm an early bird, and I'm a night owl. So I'm wise and have worms. Shit, I don't know that one. <laughs> oh, I've got no idea. How the fuck is? I really enjoy a nice pair of slacks. Oh, no. Oh, wait, I know that. Quote three. The arsonist has oddly shaped feet. This is from Anchorman, I reckon. Yeah, all right. I want to say. Okay, I'll back you. Give us number one again, sorry. I'm an early bird and I'm a night owl. So I'm wise and have worms. <laughs> good I mean, that is a good quote. <laughs> yeah. I don't think it's from – I don't know if 
No, because oh, I'm thinking of slacks as in I really enjoy it. No, that was the pattern in the pants that I'm thinking of. The pattern in the pleats or whatever. I have nothing there. to offer right now. Oh, yeah, shit, no, sorry. I don't, I, I don't know any of them. Yeah, I don't I'm know not getting the wrong think, movie. Let's lock in Anchorman quote one's not the right yeah. one. That's what we're going. Yeah. Uh, can you play uh, movie two, number one? And I really enjoy a nice pair of slacks. It has to be Anchorman. And can I have movie two quote two? The arsonist has oddly shaped feet. Come on. Well done. Anchorman was the movie. Uh, the false one was number one. You were both correct. And it is from The Office. It's Michael Scott from oh The Office. Oh, my God. Really? Mm. Oh, I forgot we had this too. Oh, my God. Nice, nice. work. Yeah. All right. I literally just finished The Office last week. It is the greatest. The, the entire one the, series. I think time for probably our podcast when we do it later. It, top five movie shows. Don't have fans. No, save it for our podcast, obviously. Oh, I'm not going to say nothing. I'm going to waste it on these guys. Was, yeah, Are you kidding? Is your podcast <laughs> Simpsons themed? No. We, or are you branching, we're branching out already? Out. No, no. Before we're making it. Take it. We, we, could, <laughs> change niches we, we couldn't have more sponsors. <laughs> They're just uh, buying our pop culture yeah. subsidiary. Yeah. yeah. No, because you guys do it so well. Anyway. <laughs> well, we do for two. All right. Movie number three. I reckon you'll struggle with this one. Well, or maybe not. Shit. All right. Quote number one. You mean like horse? No, it's not like horse. Quote number two, and if no clear winner emerges from all of this, a two-man sack race will be held on consecutive Sundays. Mm. Quote number three, I'm going to give us both twos back there. We weren't in any emotional state. What? Are we talking <laughs> oh, about? Man. I felt like I knew that second one. I think I did as well. well I thought I, I knew the second one. That was the only yeah. one. Yeah. Have a clue where it's from. There'd be people in the cars at the moment, like screaming. Yeah. I know. <laughs> I know. This, this is one of my all-time favorite movies. Oh, like this is probably, probably top, something real shit. Probably top five. <laughs> no, it'll me. be. Then it'll be. Hang on, go. Give us number two again. <sighs> Just number two. Yeah. And if no clear winner emerges from all of this, a two-man sack race will be held on consecutive Sundays. Where would that make sense? That um, is, it's pretty. Fun. Surely like one of your like one of your all, feral yeah, one of your all time favorite movies would surely be like a Step Brothers or something. You should nah, I, those I reckon he's guys. more of an Adam Sandler. Like, I was going to say Adam Billy Sandler. Madison, yeah. like yeah. when, uh, but but, yeah. but I was like, is he going to go to Adam Sandler? Yeah, he do two Adam Sandler. He, he loves would, Adam he Sandler. Would. I need an answer, please, oh, gentlemen. He loves Adam Sandler. We know two's correct. Do we? Well, that's what we're thinking. Yeah, let's assume that. Yeah. So which one sucked? I can't even remember. I think the first one sucked. The third one sounded familiar as well. Give us the third one again. Sorry, gang. I'm going to give us both twos back there. We weren't in any emotional state. Sounds like Billy Madison. I think. Does it? All right. Billy Madison, number one's wrong. Michael said that, so. Yeah. All right, what do you Keep in mind, Uh, I said Brothers. All right, can I please have movie three, quote one? You mean like horse? Damn it. No, it's not like horse. (laughs) Oh. I still don't know it. Can I please have movie three, quote two? Wait, is this Dumb and Dumber? And if no clear winner emerges from all this, the two-man sack race will be held on Sundays. Cut off a bit early. Mm. Nah, blind what is that? Website. Is that Dumb and Dumber? <laughs> yeah. No. The movie is Basketball. Oh, oh yeah. God. That's a Damn great it. film. That is and, a great flick. And the uh, false quote was from Space Jam. Oh, okay. Wait, so the false one was the <laughs> false one? Word, false one was number three. I'm going to give us both twos back but there. We weren't in any emotional state. Ah, uh, right. You want to know yeah. the worst part about all of this? What? Gody messaged me last <laughs> night and goes, hey, have you seen Basketball? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and then I replied. I thought you were taking I replied, bit- yeah, such a good movie. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Haven't that- seen it in probably 15 years. <laughs> It's a great movie. And that didn't bother me. Oh, I literally just said it. Thanks, Mick. I looked at him before and I go, 
his basketball one of them and he just kind of looks at me and then looks away. Yeah. <laughs> I just got so- It's disappointing. I mean, there's only so, so much I can do. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's, That's a, a really good game. And you have oh, all two tours in Annabelle. I think it's a great, I'm happy to I'm happy to run with that segment. I love that segment. Yeah, definitely definitely one easy one. I yep. think that really mm. ropes us in. It's yeah. Cool. Yeah, nice. no, like it. I well done again. Another success. I need to go and watch that now. That's funny. I haven't seen that in a long time either. Put a spot Are you happy to accept submissions from the jockeys for your oh, I actually, I'd, I'd actually uh, request them. There you go. Okay. Mm. Yeah, you I encourage them. them. You encourage, encourage them yeah. strongly. Are you talking specific movies no. or no, other I themes think, as well? No, I think with this theme. game, I think we've, like, we've done some coaches done movies. Like, I think song lyrics is a good one. I TV, was just thinking that. Yeah. TV yeah. shows, yeah. Um, any of that type of stuff, I reckon. Mm. Lee's best cricket innings, maybe. Yeah. <laughs> yeah we might yeah. skip that one. Songs are very hard lyrics. When you just read them out. I did a trivia night the other week. I went to a pub and they did trivia and they did song lyrics. Well, you're talking to the very difficult rap. Rap God as soon as the well, music stops. Yeah. Yeah. If you give me the lyrics from one artist, I'll be good. Yeah. Yeah, <laughs> I think, but again, we'd make, that, make them popular. Remember yeah. that night Michael was like, I reckon I could do this. Play any song. <laughs> and we literally played fucking like 12 songs. He did not know one. It was like one, the slowest paced music. <laughs> He was like, all right, no, play anything from Greatest Showman. I'm really good. I put like other side, started playing it. I was like, Mick, the song was like, yeah, we're halfway through the first verse. Yeah. He still doesn't say one word. <laughs> oh, I just got nervous. I swear That's I can okay. do it. Uh, thanks, Kingers. You happy with that? Real good. All right, I'm on for a little skin stats segment, I believe. I'm a stat man. <laughs> Stop fucking doing that. <laughs> you can't tell me that's not the best jingle we have. Oh, the jingle was good. Whatever that was, wasn't it? <laughs> man, I was dead. Oh, you're fucking the- drying yourself off. I did the. <laughs> I did the. I said drying. Yeah. What gets wetter the more a dry skin? The towel. Nice. Yeah. All right, tell me all about it. Okay, thank you, Lisa. Brilliant. <laughs> All right. Subtly good, wasn't yeah. it? <laughs> so, skin stats segment uh, inspired by Lance Franklin over the weekend, uh, surpassing Gary Ablett Senior on the AFL's list of all-time goal kickers, mm-hmm. kicking mm-hmm. his 1,032nd goal. Should we share Nick Benton while we're there? Great fellow, Nick Benton. Yeah. Big Buddy Franklin fan. Gotcha. All right. Yeah. 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 No, I was struggling to see the connection, yeah. but go for it. Yeah. I remember nice. he was saying he was going to get nude when he kicks his thousand. Oh, so yeah. He course. probably did, just not yeah. in public. <laughs> yeah. Exactly. Well, not on there. the field. Okay. Yeah. All right. Beautiful. Uh, but yeah, no, so he's done that. And yeah, that, that just got me having a look at like, well, the top goal scorer in the AFL and then across other sports, I suppose, and other stats and things like that. Um, and I've sort of got two two little things that I've, I would like to share with you and get your opinion on, Gody, particularly your opinion on the last one. I'm mm-hmm. going to save the rugby league for the end and see if you can offer us some expertise, mate. Mm-hmm. Um, but, yeah, so having a look at, well, things like, like is a guy like Lance Franklin likely to ever become number one? And in across different sports, and then secondly, like what's the gap between the current number one and the current number two, and who who leads by who's the best? I guess who leads their stat by the furthest? I guess is what I was interested in. Nice, um, yeah. So the so the current number one in the AFL for goal kicking is obviously Tony Lockett with thirteen hundred and sixty mm. uh, in front of Gordon Coventry on twelve ninety nine. So that's a that's a lead of four and a half percent. Which is not bad. Do you know what they um, used to call Tony Lockett? His uh, nickname? Well, his real uh, nickname was Plugger. Plugger. Yeah, yeah, right. His fake nickname was. <laughs> this is going to be good. I can't wait. Throw away the key. 
<laughs> God, you look so angry at him. Why do you get so angry at him? Sorry, you know what you bloody do when you leave the bloody house, mate? Uh, Tony Lockett. Yeah, yeah, got it. <laughs> Very good. Anyways, so that's nice. That's the AFL. Um, <laughs> uh, I don't know what about Coventry, unfortunately. Yeah. Don't, um, there was another thing that I, I didn't write in my stats because I oh, ended up. That'd be <laughs> the fucking the only thing you haven't written here. <laughs> Jesus Christ. You need more ink to the off. other point I was going to make about the AFL was that, uh, well, Tony Lockett <laughs> broke the record in the late 90s. Yeah, yeah. Cody, yeah it was at the SCG. I reckon he yeah. kicked the goal. I can't remember who it was against, and they flooded the field. Yeah, 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 okay. And so he's had it ever since, which is quite a long time. But I think Coventry had it before that since like 1930 or mm. something absurd. It was like yeah. like 25,000 days. It was, it was a long time. Anyway, so yeah, there's that. As long as Ruby's um, been alive, <laughs> Ruby actually almost, saw Ruby actually saw him kick it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Anyways, uh, but yeah, so Lance Franklin going at the current rate, he needs to play another 107 games to to. Be number one, basically, He's which is there's 23 round games. Yeah, that's obviously assuming he goes at his current rate. 23 round games a season, that's another four and a half years, assuming no injuries, suspensions, yep. ETC, which would make him 39. Mm-hmm. So I'd love to see it. But mm. we'll see what happens. I think he wants one more year. Does he? Okay. Yeah. <laughs> Great. So, <laughs> yeah. yeah, fantastic. Um, all right, so that's the AFL. Then I've, I've had a – yeah, I wanted to save NRL to the end, so I went, went overseas, had a look at the NFL, the touchdowns. Jerry Rice with 208 mm. is in front by 15. Oh, you know his bloody, you know his bloody go, sister, yeah. bloody uh, Jasmine. Yeah. <laughs> That'll do me, I think. That, that's really good. Yeah. <laughs> that's really good. That was all Ross, man. That's it. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry, mate, are we boring why. you? <laughs> this blows my mind that I still write skin stat segments. <laughs> knowing, knowing that this happens every time. Anyways, he leads Emmett Smith on 175. Uh, the baseball home runs, <laughs> if you don't mind, gig, I'll just no, press no, on. Over listen, keep going. Uh, listen, you're doing a bloody good job, mate. Uh, uh, just scroll down there a bit longer, mate. There's a bit more to go. <laughs> Uh, Barry Bonds, 6,762. Oh, the underpants like, man, Barry yeah, Bonds. Yeah, yeah, Barry Bonds. 0.9% <laughs> <laughs> lead on Hank Aaron at 7,755. That's home runs. Runs is there's a 2.18% lead. Uh, Ricky Henderson over Ty Cobb. Uh, and then you mean sh- corn on the... <laughs> <laughs> Baseball strikeouts, pitches, uh, most strikeouts, Nolan Ryan, 5,714 is a 14.68% lead. Uh, yeah, yeah, which is quite quite significant. Then basketball, Kareem Abdul-Jabbar, 38,387 is a 3.8%. He was in a couple of movies too, Kareem abdul like genuinely, uh, yeah. Airplane with Leslie Nielsen. I'm fairly, I'm fairly certain I could be wrong. Okay, mm-hmm. yeah. fantastic. Yeah. And he also goes really good on pikelets. Kareem. Kareem. <laughs> <laughs> Did you uh, mean to say Scott? Oh. <laughs> <laughs> no, Pikelets. Pikelets are right, aren't they? Overrated. Pancakes, whatever. Yeah, that's good. Anyways, 38,000 points. You get one with Kareem Abdul-Jabbar, but you didn't know that. <laughs> that is no impressive. Uh, so that's a 3.45% lead on LeBron James mm-hmm. at 37,062. And at his... At his current rate over his whole career, he only needs to play another 49 games to LeBron. take wow. LeBron. Yeah, they do that in a week. Yeah. yeah, well, that's the thing. Yeah, they play 82 games a year, I think. So that's although hard. they play 82 games a year, but I don't know, has he been injured or something? I think he only played 52 yeah, this season. Yeah, um, only 52. Yeah, yeah, yeah <laughs> 52. That's how they play yeah. every day. But yeah, yeah. Finals, yeah. 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 So he's um, going to do it. Yeah. Well, he should. If he nice. doesn't do anything too good silly, he should bring it up next year. Nice. Yeah, so good on him, the big man. Mm-hmm. Uh, cricket. 
Sachin Tendulkar, 15,900. That's a 15.97% lead on Ricky Ponting. 13,378. That's test runs. Mm-hmm. Wickets is Murilurin. Mm-hmm. 800, 11.5% lead on Warney, 708. Um, King. Yeah, so that's and then and then in okay in the NRL mm-hmm. we have Ken Irvine yes. two hundred and twelve, which has been the way for I think yeah over no, I don't think anyone five ever, decades you know I didn't think any they never thought anything would beat Irvine's yeah two hundred and twelve yeah. tries in in his NRL career at just over that many games I think it was two hundred thirty odd games yeah. like nearly nearly a try a game mm-hmm. and that's a ten point three eight percent lead on Billy Slater with one hundred ninety so he's twenty two yep. behind him. Um, Beemos was around played. there as well, a little bit under Slater. Brett, Mor- Brett Morris. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 Um, but Slater played truckloads of games, I think 300, 300 and a lot. Yeah, yeah. Um, millions of the suckers. Um, anyways, so so finishing that, I think the the biggest lead then is uh, Sachin Tendulkar in cricket, I think. He's, he's the highest of, percentage. Yeah. He also played, yeah, Sachin played 200 test matches as well. Yeah, like, it was yeah, just yeah, fucking did. unbelievable. Yeah, that's true. That obviously. How many did Richard Ponting play? 168. Okay. Wow. That's nice. quite good knowledge. Mm. Same as Steve Waugh. Exact same. Well, there you go. You should be running skin stats, but anyways. No, it'd be a lot shorter. <laughs> anyways, so <laughs> not as many words in the document. It would be shorter because you wouldn't be interrupting to tell puns. <laughs> you would. You would be. No, yeah, I you, wouldn't be. No, you I don't have any puns. What do you mean? You did that Egypt one about a month and a half ago. Yeah, and I haven't done one since. Yeah, oh, we God. literally keep coming back. To one that every five weeks. Yeah. Yeah, you went over there, sat under the fridge for a second, and said, "I've got one." Hold on, boys, we're on. <laughs> yes, now they leave me alone for seven weeks. Anyways, all right. So that's the percentages. Uh, Tendulkar's furthest out in front. Then the question becomes in the NRL, mm-hmm. is someone going to break Ken Irvine's lead? And uh, Alex Johnston, it looks like he's on track yeah. as far as I can tell, which I wanted to get your opinion on, Ging, because he plays for the South Sydney Rabbitohs and always has, and you're a big South Sydney Rabbitohs fan. Yep. Mm. Um, but, yeah, he's he's scored 155 tries from 182 games. That's an incredible um, strike rate. Which is mental. So that's 0.85%. But I'm pretty sure he played 50-odd games at yeah. fullback. He also, I, I could be wrong, but I reckon he had a game where he scored five at fullback, though. Okay. Yeah. But he, like, in, like especially the last few years, the way the game's moved and like, a lot more points being scored as well. And, like, whilst we haven't won a comp in the last three years, we've been probably the, close to the best attacking side of the comp and – Cody Walker's plays on the left-hand side, who mm-hmm. usually gets the most tries or in and around the most tries. And okay. Alex Johnson's our left winger. Yes. Um, so it's a, it's, a, it's a perfect storm, really. He's a phenomenal finisher. Yeah, perfect right. Rabbitohs. Who might perfect say. storm. Mm-hmm. Good. But no, I... Because you get any for the Rabbitohs. I got it. Storm, yeah, yeah, not the storm, yeah. yeah. No. So, so you can see it happening, you might say. I can see it happening. Yeah. And like, he's been pretty lucky. Uh, for, from the top of my head, he hasn't had any like, real major... Injuries either as well, so touch mm. wood. Like, and he's young enough to do it. Like he, yeah, 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 yeah. Well, it, that's what I was going to get to before you before you took over. But he's so he's going at point eight five. I'm pretty sure when he was as a winger, I think he's going at just over one try a game. It's, it's amazing, which is mental. So if he goes, if he keeps going at one try a game, he only needs uh, fifty five more to break the record. Yeah. Or if he goes at his career record, he needs another sixty seven. So either way, assuming no injuries, three years injuries, retirements, yeah. suspensions, yada yada yada, I, should I bring think it up in twenty five. He'd be 29 30 as well i reckon too like he's not that old i think he, i think he'll be 30 in 2025 yeah oh so he's still that young yeah, he's, only 20, yeah. he's only 27 or something yeah, yeah. no he yeah. he's got plenty of time yeah. do you have a prediction like date wise skin for mm. 2025 if no. you get this right because this will be oh, episode about 471 yeah. we'll come back to this yeah i'm gonna say Dave, write this down round 12 of what year 2025 yeah. Okay. Round 12, 2025. Yeah. I wonder who the Rabbitohs playing that fixture. is probably not out yet. Mm. Probably not. Nah, they'll get there. <laughs> Dolphins. 
Um, but yeah, all right. Well, he there was you go. I was going to ask. Like, yeah, I was, I was going to ask you people. if you think that like, like Adam Reynolds leaving uh, the Rabbitohs could have an impact on that and make him less likely or make um, him slow down or something uh, like that. But you obviously still seem pretty confident. No, not not necessarily. Like, Reynolds, like obviously, I'd still love to have Adam there. I think, it, like, you, we've joked about this a bit on this podcast with Adam Reynolds leaving, like, because Brisbane are going really well as well. But like, I think South's now really, like, Lockie Ellis is going really, really well. I think it's actually worked out really good for both because, like, Ellis is – Kick like this playing really well now. The young halfback is taking over, and Reynolds is doing great things for the Bronx. Mm. Um, in regards to Reynolds for Johnson, not really different sides of the field. Like South sort of structure a little bit where Cody pretty much takes the left side, Cody Walker that is, and the right side half, which was Reynolds, um, takes right. Whereas and Cody sort of more swept right than Reynolds swept left, if that makes sense. And the way the trail's playing at the moment, like he's a left sided player as well, left foot, left kick. I think. Not that he'll score more, but I don't think Reynolds leaving hurts AJ because he doesn't score a lot of kicks anyway. Yeah, Alex okay. Johnson, okay. Like he, he's more of like cut out ball from Latrell or Cody or from the center. Okay, so happy with that. Very happy. Well, Thank you, mate. Well put together, skin. Mm, good you skin. Are, you stars. are just you're just every week you <laughs> surprise me. You're getting better. Very good. Cheers. Working on it. Mm, doesn't get any better than that. <laughs> You've made that joke a lot of times. <laughs> you still haven't told I still don't get it. What? Eddie Vedder is the lead singer of Pearl Jam. Great. Mm. But I mean, that that's was, relevant. That was completely out of context. That's why was I going <laughs> to get that? <laughs> yeah, I, mean, told, I haven't told anyone about my ham sandwich thing, which you haven't heard before as well. Yeah, that was actually really quite funny. I haven't heard that. I feel like I'm an idiot for not having heard that. Well, you're a vegan, so I don't have to tell people oh, yeah. now. And yeah. it's already been quite a long episode. So, so yeah, I guess I'll, I'll try and speed that up. I think Gody got in here at uh, 7.29 for a 7.30 start recording as per... Lethal asked him to close the door because it's a bit cold and at the front door that is, Gaddy looked at the back door which was also open and said, well, what's that, a ham sandwich? Chuck the bread. So, yeah, I got a chat. And then told us that his four-year-old son also says yeah. that. He also says fuck sometimes as well, but that's another story. That's uh, also not surprising. That's his mother's yeah. fault. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that really tickled me because she just doesn't swear at all. <laughs> Oh, she swears at you. Yeah, at me, but never at Dom. Well, in front of Dom. Certainly uh, at Dom, under a breath. You say that. <laughs> You're doing this segment. Oh, yeah. What's the segment? What am I up to? You're in for a tweet. Is that how, right? Did you see how quick I was that on was the button? Good. Yeah. And it's we quick... got the name right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Look at us go. Yeah, we'll throw a bit of cross promo over to the great cricket boys for this one as well. Yeah, good they'll people. appreciate it. They'll probably jump on board as well. Anyway, um, uh, this, the... It's like a newspaper heading. Um, it's got Kate Moss and then it's got, what's that? A colon. Is that a colon? Yeah. No. Two dots. Two dots. Two dots. That's yeah. a colon. Yeah. 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 Um, and it, all, all the heading says is, uh, I can tell a wrong and a mile away. I'm assuming she was talking about the Johnny Depp and Emma Heard thing. She, I think she had something to do with that. I don't know. Anyway, it doesn't matter. Okay. Um, but the, the heading was, I can tell a wrong and a mile away. And the great cricket boys have tweeted, Brabin also said this after getting bowled in his final test innings. <laughs> <laughs> He got bowled by wrong for, for zero. <laughs> yeah, that was when um, who was he standing next to? The oh, Ruby saw that. Yeah, they didn't. Who yeah. yeah. <laughs> was at the non-strike? Yeah, Babe Ruth bowled it. You've been on fire yeah, tonight, well Mitchell. Yeah. If she oh. could teach me to pick a wrong one, that'd be greatly appreciated. I've already told you, you'd, half an hour with me, you'll be bloody playing ones in no time, mate. Yeah, well, get me over there. Mm. And the you have is, to come to me. They can't be wrong if you don't let them bounce, skin. Just run at everything. <laughs> Good point. Can't be wrong if they don't bounce either, skin, which is probably what you're facing as well. <laughs> <laughs> What? I don't know. Did you not just say the same thing he said? Sort of. But I mean funnier. Okay, right. (laughs) You know how you said the same joke and I told it funnier? Same thing. That makes sense. Gotcha. 
Rightio, that's another week of the Chocolates Podcast complete. We welcome you to be a part of the Chockies crew and get around us on the socials or get in touch at the website. Yep, that's wegotthechocolates.com.au. The socials are obviously Facebook, Instagram, YouTube, Twitter, ETC. We're just We Got The Chocolates. And if you've got something podcast specific, try and get it to our email. Hello nice. at wegotthechocolates.com.au. Dang. Ran out of breath there. Jump on our YouTube as well. YouTube's fine at the moment. 40,000 subs. Oh, yeah. Save your legs. You're going yeah. flying along. Yeah. So jump on, give a comment. I'll read them. I'll try and respond, but sometimes it says you're not logged in. I don't have my passport, so it doesn't matter. <laughs> <laughs> I'm pleased that you still haven't sorted that out. It's and great consistency. No, you know what? You know, I'm a busy man. I did that segment yesterday, remember? That's right. Yeah. <laughs> on a Sunday. You got paid Sunday rates for that. Zero <laughs> percent oh, of zero. That's awesome. <laughs> <laughs> From Gary Mitchell myself, thank you so much for listening. We love making this and we're very glad that you do listen. Remember that if you're finding a way to have a laugh with your mates throughout the week, you are absolutely getting the chocolates. We will speak to you this time next week. And as always, best wishes in the future. That stumps. Well, that's the podcast. So what the hell are you still doing here? Go and get the chocolates, you marvellous beast. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. 